Hello, let's talk about books. Our today's book under scrutiny is entitled Anchoridian by Epictetus. It's one of the canonical texts of Stoic philosophy, and I think its content is as remarkable as the life story of its creator, Epictetus. Epictetus was born in Herapolis, Phrygia, the southwestern part of the modern-day Turkey. As a boy, he was lame and weak, and at the age of 33, he was freed and rose to become one of the most notable Stoic philosophers in history. So you can imagine how strong Epictetus was mentally. And this book is a portrayal of his life ethics that stood strong in the face of adversity and sufferings. I'm gonna spell out some maxims that I got from this book that I think are relevant to our today's life. Let me read them aloud for you. Men are disturbed, not by the things which happen, but by the opinions about the things. For example, death is nothing terrible. For if it were, it would have seemed so to Socrates. For the opinion about death, that it is terrible, is the terrible thing. When then we are impeded or disturbed or grieved, let us never blame others but ourselves, that is, our opinions. It is the act of an ill-instructed man to blame others for, for his own bad condition. It is the act of one who has begun to be instructed to lay the blame on himself, and of one whose instruction is completed neither to blame another nor himself. I think it's very relevant to our today's life, because as we know nowadays, we are worried with things that are not in our control. and. In this book, Epictetus repeatedly said that some things are in our control and some others are not. And we need to focus on things that are in our control. Things that are in our control are things like perceptions, opinions, our desire, will, aversion. Those are things that are in our control. And then examples of things that are not in our control are other people's perception, our jobs, our career, and even our body. So you can imagine, for example, if we have an accident and then our body become lame, we couldn't walk, for example, just like Epictetus was. So we cannot control our body. Right, We cannot really control our body due to the accident. So that is to say that our body is not in our control. But our will, our desire, our opinion about that thing would be something that is in our control. And we need to focus on those things instead of focusing on things that are not in our control. And by practicing it, we can be stronger in the face of adversity, in the face of sufferings. Whenever something bad happens to us, we can, you know, redirect our attention towards things that we can manage, that we can control. So 
after all, bad or good, that is only, you know, our perception, our reaction toward the thing. And of course, something something bad can happen to us, right? But our reaction toward that, toward something bad that happens to us, would decide our action. It is the part of a wise man to resist pleasures, but of a foolish man to be a slave to them. So, I think it's also very relevant, especially for those who are striving to achieve a goal or a, you know, dream. For everyone who has a dream, I think everyone realizes that a dream requires persistence. A dream requires, you know, striving for excellence. A dream would require, you know, a lot of endeavors, especially when we have a high dream or an ideal one. So, yeah, if we have a dream, then usually it involves avoiding pleasures, right? So we tend to avoid pleasures in order to get that ultimate happiness that we strive for, that we want to achieve, right? And according to Epictetus, avoiding pleasures is part of a of being a wise man. And I, I think that, that is somewhat true, right? So yeah, we need to focus on our dream, our uh, aspiration, on things that we perceived to be meaningful in life instead of focusing on you know trivial pleasures or trivial happiness that might be subsidiary to our ultimate goal or our ultimate dream right so yeah we need to focus on the ultimate goal of our life we need to have a goal we need to have meaning in life No man is free who is not master of himself. I think it's also relevant because I often think of the notion of freedom, you know, like I think real freedom doesn't exist. When we want to be free financially or maybe if we want to be free from, let's say, suffering, oftentimes we need to think whether that concept of freedom is really a true freedom as we imagine you know oftentimes people try to f to earn money as much as possible so that they can achieve financial freedom but without realizing it they become a slave for money itself or maybe they become a slave of their own job for example or maybe they become a slave of their own desire. And I think it's related to the previous maxim. When we become master of ourselves, then it means that we're not enslaved by our own, you know, desire, our own ambition and uh, such similar things. So yeah, I think being a master of oneself is the ultimate, you know, the ultimate step that one needs to take in order to be free. That's all I can say about this classic book. 
Is it worth reading? You decide.